are Locked On Astros, your daily Houston Astros podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Locked On Houston Astros, and I hope that you join me for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. Your team, every day. You can get Locked On Astros on our brand new podcast and app Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play a podcast, Locked On Astros. And I'm being joined once again by Will Moriarty. Where can they find you at? Hey, Eric. They can find me on Twitter at uh, WillMoriarty86. That's WillMoriarty86. All right. So last night's, or I guess today's show, we were talking a lot about what needs to happen for the Astros to win this game. And I I know I mentioned several times that Alex Bregman needs to start hitting. And I said that after that little debacle where they walked Michael Brantley to get to Alex Bregman to load the bases, that really probably pissed him off. Yeah, he didn't do anything at that moment, but as it started to fester overnight, he's like, you know what, this is not me. This is not the Alex Bregman that I know I am. And so he probably took some extra batting practice. Maybe he had a game plan for today's game, but he looked like a totally different hitter. I don't. Did you see anything different? Uh, not particularly. I think that... Um... Yeah, certainly had never really experienced anything like this, I think. Um, he'd never really had these kind of protracted, you know, bouts of, of underperformance um, in, you know, in key stretches or in, in the postseason. You know, I found myself wondering, like, how is he going to adapt? Like, he is so confident normally. He is so consistent. He is so steady. Uh, obviously, he's um, you know he's neck and neck with Mike Trout for the MVP of the regular season. Uh, so, like, how does a guy like this like react to really the first just like big stage meltdown? Is too hard a word, but like the first you know real instance in his career where he's he's been coming up short uh, for for weeks at a time in really important situations. The the reality is that there's just no keeping this guy down forever. And uh, Alex Bregman is the kind of guy who will find a way. And uh, you saw that tonight. And just uh, not only from uh, a personality point of view, but also just from an ability point of view. He's just too good. He, he just and, and that's the thing we've known about not, not just him, but this entire team. You've got Brantley looking better. The reality is that that uh, this was a poorly timed, massive offensive underperformance by several key guys and uh, just at the worst possible time. And now you're starting to see uh, some key, you know, key hitters on the team uh, start pulling out of uh, these funks. And uh, hopefully it will be enough to finish off the Nationals over the next few days. Yeah, Bregman had three hits today with the five RBIs. That's the most in World Series history by a third baseman in one game. And so he has that. Then we have Altuve with another two-hit game. Robinson Torino's with a two-hit game. And he's he's homered in back-to-back games. And he's quietly putting up some numbers that will make you think that he 
could possibly win the MVP of the World Series, but there's a couple, at least a couple more games left. So uh, we also saw Michael Brantley. He's really breaking out with the bat. He had three hits today, and yep. he's just looking really great. He's batting 471 in the World Series. Altuve's batting 400, and then Bregman's still batting 222, but he's showing some signs. Guriel is batting 278. Robinson Torino's batting 364. And Jake Marisnik, uh, nobody, I, I think I mentioned possibly on the podcast last night that Jake Marisnik could start, but I think I said I was going to give it to Jordan Alvarez, just get his bat out there. But Marisnik came in and had two hits on on his own. So then you had Urquidy, what he did today. This is something that legends are made out of. Just coming in, your first ever postseason start is in the World Series. And you get it done. And that's what we saw today from Akiti. And he he only had four strikeouts. He only pitched five innings. But he was on a pitch count the whole time. So this is something that was pre-planned. And I think he knew that. A.J. Hinch knew that. Uh, yeah, they could have possibly let him go one more batter. But I think they made the right decision there. I know that uh, Josh James was the bad Josh James. Yesterday, what he was the good Josh James. But today, he's the bad Josh James. And he walked two batters, yeah. and he allowed one run. But then Will Harris came in and got the job done again. And that just seem, seems to be what he does all the time. So what did you think about Rikidi? Oh, I, I thought it was very impressive. And I think he is obviously a great story. Uh, started the year uh, in A, and uh, now he's here um, starting ball games in the fall classic. And I think there's no um, – I think there's no question that he's he's making a case for himself as kind of part of one of the Astros, you know, long-term plans in the rotation. Uh, it is possible that uh, with him, and if you uh, if you assume hopefully that uh, Lance McCullers, as all systems go uh, next spring, then you know theoretically the Astros could uh, could be in a situation where they don't have an open starting pitcher uh, spot. They, they don't have an open rotation spot uh, to, to battle over for anybody to battle over in the spring. The, you know, I, I think he's the poise he uh, has shown. He, he shows absolutely no signs of being, uh, you know, a rookie thrust into the limelight. I mean, there's just none of that there, which is really uh, cool to see. And obviously he has, uh, he has the stuff to, and, and the, you know, the control, uh, to, to power through a, a very good and, and pretty good right now, uh, nationals lineup. So he's turning some heads and he, he was, uh, he was impressing some people on baseball's biggest stage tonight. And uh, the future looks bright for that young man. Yeah, I know, and uh, there's one batter, I forgot who it was, but he had the presence of mind to throw it up and in because he looked a little bit too comfortable, and we saw that a little bit with Zach Rinke yesterday. So uh, he knows how to pitch, yeah. and as Brandon was saying on Talking Strohs earlier, he said that Urquidy just kind of set up a kind of a blueprint for how uh, Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander can attack this Washington lineup and uh, pitch him up, and I, I just think that this was a big game. I know I said that, but guys, we got to take a short break. When we get back, we're going to go ahead and finish talking about game four of the World Series, and we'll also go ahead and take a look at the game five matchups 
that will be going on a little bit later on today. Remember, get the show every day. Subscribe to Locked On Astros on the new Himalaya Podcast app or Apple Podcast. Download Himalaya App Store. Subscribe to Locked On Astros. Listen in your car to or from work every day. All right, welcome back to Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talks You can find the show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. And guys, don't forget to go check out Breaking Tea and all their great shirts. They have the Whistle While You Work or you got uh, or Cold Front or something like that. And there's just so many great shirts out there. I can't even remember them. And the other day they dropped out five new ones. It was like, what the heck? You're, you're not supposed to do this. And then the Astros lost two games in a row. And I'm like, this is the curse of Breaking Tea. But guys, if you want to get those awesome shirts, go to BreakingTea.com slash TalkingStros. Or you could go to BreakingTea.com slash LockedOn and go check them out. But uh, tell them that TalkingStros sent you and our Locked On Astros and their great shirts. So let's go and continue talking about this series so far. It's been an up and down series so far, and I think the Astros have shown that they're the better team in the past two games. Game two, I'm not even, it was a close game until the seventh inning, and then everything fell apart. So I'm not going to really include that. And in game one, the Astros were fighting back to get back into the game, but they felt a little short. And I just think that the Astros are trying, like you said earlier, they're starting to show their true colors. Their their offense is starting to break out. And who would have thought Arcadia would be the guy who pitched the best in the World Series so far? Yeah, it's, it's it just goes to show you that um, short series of baseball and seven games is a relatively small sample size. Uh, all things being equal, um, uh, anything can can happen. Uh, any you know, and in football, there's a saying: any given Sunday. Well, in baseball, it's just any given night. And uh, yeah, so you have things in the postseason like uh, like Jose Urquidy being the the World Series hero when when the Nationals have have found ways to get to Garrett Cole, who previously has looked you know absolutely unhittable and Justin Verlander who has looked unhittable for the greater part of over a decade. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, anything can happen and, uh, it's, it's been a very, very encouraging, uh, well, it's been, it's been a very encouraging game certainly. And, and you started to see, I think over the past few games, even though, uh, you, you had the, the tough losses. I mean, Brantley's been coming back to life, uh, for a while, uh, and then uh, Bregman now seems like he's he's really uh, hitting his stride, and then uh, you know a bunch of the other guys just they look like they're having better uh, you know better approaches at the plate. I, I do think that it's certainly possible that the uh, team meeting where the guys discussed uh, apparently on the plane they discussed, hey, you know we need to all stop trying to be heroes. At the plate, uh, certainly that may have helped. Sometimes just a good psychological reset uh, does have tangible results on the field. Uh, and uh, you're seeing, you know, once again, you're seeing the continued uh, excellence of Will Harris out there. Uh, you're, you're seeing uh, contributions from 
from from all kinds of uh, guys that that are really combining to to bring this team's performance and bring this team's results uh, closer to 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 what you expect. Uh, now, there's you know there's there's still some problems in 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 terms of uh, you're not getting a lot from say the right field position. Uh, hopefully you can, you know, over the rest of this series, we see Jordan Alvarez maybe contribute a little bit. Uh, that would really, I mean, if he uh, was was able to come back uh, maybe tomorrow night and then he can also perhaps contribute from the DH spot in game six and seven, uh, that would really put the Nationals in a tough spot. If, if he looks anything like the Jordan Alvarez we got to know over the summer, um, you know, uh, and if you it's very possible that uh, you know he may be somebody that that really benefits from that that uh, that team meeting that they had. It's talking about just hey, you know, do what you do with the plate. Um, but it's uh, it, it's absolutely you know much more of a situation uh, tonight where they they look like the Houston Astros, and uh, that's good to see. So let's take a look at tonight's matchup. In game one, Garrett Cole pitched seven innings. He allowed eight hits. He allowed five earned runs, one walk, six strikeouts, two homers. I'm okay with those two homers. He's going to give up homers. Uh, He throws a lot of fastballs, and sometimes some of them are going to go far distance. The thing that really hurt the Astros in the game was the the three runs in the fifth inning, and that basically put it out of reach. He only threw 104 pitches in that game. He did pitch seven innings, so that's something to keep in mind. Max Scherzer only pitched five innings in that game. He allowed five hits, two earned runs, three walks, and seven strikeouts. He threw 112 pitches in that uh, game. So you would have liked the Astros to have taken more advantage of the fact that they they had the Astros on the ropes, but it seems like the Astros have turned things around in Washington – and the Washington Nationals are doing the same thing that the Astros were doing in the first two games. So I think the Astros have the advantage definitely right now for Game 5. Uh, I think that despite being in Washington and despite the fact that they've never won a, a uh, World Series game in Washington and they want to get that done, I just think that Garrett Cole is going to be on a whole different level tomorrow. I think he's going to figure out what he messed up with in that game, and he's going to be pissed because they embarrassed him last game, and he doesn't like to be embarrassed. He, he certainly looked uh, like a very, very intense man uh, when they the uh, the TV uh, cut to him uh, this evening sitting in the dugout. He looked like somebody who was uh, locked in in terms of focus, uh, so that was good to see. But, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think that chances of the Nationals getting to Garrett Cole twice, I mean, I just chances of anybody getting to Garrett Cole twice right now, I just <laughs> the, the numbers don't support that. Um, the, the probability doesn't support that. I think that uh, certainly we're probably, I mean, you never know, um, but we're probably going to see uh, the Garrett Cole we're used to seeing tomorrow. And that combined with the continued excellence we're seeing from the uh, from, from the, the back end of the bullpen, the reemergence of actual offense happening at all um, on the parts of, you know, Altuve has been consistent the whole postseason, but you're seeing 
Um, you know, Bregman come back and Brantley, uh, you're, you're getting production from the catcher position. That's really a situation that bodes well for the Astros tomorrow night with, with Cole on the hill. Um, and as other people alluded to uh, on, on Twitter tonight, um, if the Nationals do find a way to go 4-0 in the World Series, against Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander that Bella burned it like that. That's maybe the nationals. If, if they, if they run that gauntlet, then maybe it's not fair to say the nationals were just the best team of 2019, but they were certainly better than the Astros when it mattered. Uh, if that happens, but I think, uh, as I was saying, the odds are the odds are heavily against that. Garrett Cole, I think, is you know somebody that can be expected to come back very strong from something like that. I don't think the evidence supports that uh, that that what we saw the other night, you know, has any predictive value towards any you know long term struggles on his part or future struggles on his part. I think uh, we, we can count on seeing, uh, you know, the Garrett Cole we know and love uh, tomorrow, hopefully not for uh, the last or the second to last time. Yeah, for sure. And that's going to be the storyline tomorrow. Is that the last time that Garrett Cole is pitching for the Houston Astros? And that's something that we could talk a lot about during the off season. But the key to tomorrow's game and the rest of the series is maintaining uh, Juan Soto. In the first two games, he had great games and he propelled the Nationals offense. In the past two games, he hasn't really had that great at bats. He's made some errors and he just didn't look really great. So, Guys, I'm predicting that the Astros win tomorrow's game 5-3. to three. I think it's going to be a well-pitched effort by Garrett Cole. I think he maybe pitches seven, eight innings, and then uh, maybe they get lucky in the ninth inning or something like that, or uh, I don't know. Uh, but maybe it's a lower score. But that's all we got for tonight's Locked On Astros podcast. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can subscribe to the show on the new Himalaya podcast app, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get your car, tell your smart device play podcast, Lockdown Astros.